Hey, this is Sam for Dobbs. If you need tires, hop on our website, go to Dobbs.com. We'll save you time searching brands, sizes, and prices, and save you money because we sell tires at the lowest price in town, guaranteed. For deals you can use, click on go to Dobbs.com now. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. The Miami Marlins are in town tonight after losing eight in a row in their most recent eight games. They've gone five and three. They'll send Braxton Garrett to the mound against Adam Wainwright tonight at 715 at the ballpark. And our friend Craig Mish obviously keeps a close eye on the Marlins and joins us now on 101 ESPN. He is the Miami Herald senior baseball contributor, MLB network contributor, and an all around great guy. Craig, how are you doing this morning? I'm great, Randy. Danny, it is great to speak to you guys this morning. Thanks for having me. Ah, he's one of my favorites, Randall. Craig Mish, he's awesome. I'm glad he's booked. But go ahead. I, I didn't want to interrupt you there, Randall. So we, we, I want to ask what the what the real Marlins are. Is it those the the eight straight losses, or is it the five and three over the last eight? Yeah, when you have a team that's probably about 500, this is what you get. And and I think they're probably somewhere in the middle of, of those two range of outcomes. And, and they're sort of going through some similar things like every team is going through in the big leagues where we've seen this incredible rash of injuries to the elite players on the club that has derailed some of their plans. And Miami has, has been without Sixto Sanchez, who they thought they would have the second week of the season. And instead, it's five months. And look, Cardinals are going through that, too, with Jack Flaherty. You know, I, every team is, is it has this, like, epidemic of, of injuries. So it's really hard to gauge who the best teams in baseball are. But I would say the easy answer is, is that they're not as bad as they've looked. And they're probably not, uh, you know, a division-winning team. So somewhere in the middle. Jose Devers, Corey Dickerson, I saw Alfaro uh, had a tough weekend. I was watching the game yesterday, took a foul ball, stayed in the game, but this team has been banged up. But specifically with Devers and Dickerson, would you anticipate them uh, being on this trip and playing tonight? Yeah, I I think, Danny, you know, Miguel Rojas is is the other name, too, that that is really a key ingredient to their winning. And and Brian Anderson, their third baseman, is out as well. So I I don't think that you're going to see Rojas in St. Louis, but I do think Rojas ends up joining them in Chicago, and and Anderson will not. Dickerson is on the trip, so I do believe that they think that he is – healthy and good enough to play. I don't know that he will play tonight normally against a righty like uh like Wainwright, you know, he would he would pitch tonight. He would play tonight, excuse me, for sure. Devers, I don't have a clear picture on. My guess is that he goes on the injured list. So then they would have to pluck down someone from the minor leagues and they really almost have no options. So this could be another one of those uh, players who's up for a few days just to sub in until Rojas comes back against the Cubs. One of the best players that probably is not being seen by a lot of fans because it's the Marlins and not a lot of focus is on that franchise, but is Starling Marte. And we saw him a lot in the NL Central with the Pirates. This is a good player. Uh, We're getting close to the trade deadline. Any chance that the uh, Marlins would try to re-sign him, or is that a pretty valuable chip you think that they may use? 
Yeah, it's a great question and one that I asked him directly about for the first time I was on the field in almost two years, and and he was the one player that I did speak to one-on-one. We talked for about 15 minutes, and he he told me that he wanted to stay, and he would prefer that the organization come to him and at least make some sort of offer to stay. But to this point, Danny, they have not. So there's a range of outcomes that could happen here, and and every team has kind of gone through it. You saw it last year with the Braves and and Ozuna, where they didn't uh, extend him, and then they essentially offered him the qualifying offer, and then he ended up going back and, and signing with them as a free agent. Real Muta did the same thing with Philadelphia. I think the Marlins may end up doing that with Starling Marte. I, I, uh, if they're sort of in it, this organization has shown that they want to compete and try and win almost regardless of what the record looks like. So they may carry him until the end of the year, offer him that qualifying offer, which is about $20 million. And there's that looming CBA stuff happening too. So it's a little bit complicated. But my guess is uh, is they is they keep him on the thirty first. But that could change quickly if if Miami loses you know seven or eight games in a row and has no hope for the second half. Greg Mish of the Miami Herald and MLB Network with us on one one ESPN. Greg, we have Adam Wainwright on the show every week, and last week he was asked who his favorite pitcher to watch in baseball is, and he said Sandy Alcantara. He said he loves the changeup. He thinks that the Sandy Alcantara changeup is the best pitch in baseball right now. How much has that guy grown since the Marlins acquired him from the Cardinals? It's it's so interesting that you asked that because I knew Sandy back when he was pitching on those backfields in, in Jupiter, and, and you know he didn't really speak any English and was sort of this tall, lanky kid who threw really hard but had no idea where the ball was going. And I, you know, I wouldn't even hold the Cardinals' super indictment on them trading him, uh, you know, for Ozuna there, because I don't think that anybody saw him becoming this good. I know the Cardinals have had a rash of that recently with Patrick Wisdom and Rosarina and Garcia. I'm following the same stories that you guys are, but but Sandy has really matured. I think being in the Latin American community here in South Florida has helped him quite a bit. Uh, he's he's you know, in terms of personally, is a wonderful. A person and, and donates to a ton of charities and it's just grown. He's just matured. So yeah, I mean, I understand where, where Wayno is coming from there and he really is the front man in this rotation. Would he be the ace Randy on, on every team in the big leagues? Oh, you know, I'm not so sure, but he certainly could be in a handful of teams and maybe 10 to 15 and Miami is definitely one of them. He's done a great job. A guy that has 24 walks in 85 innings would be the ace of the Cardinals. I can tell you that. <laughs> well, it has not gone well for you guys this year in that category. That is for sure. So, yeah, it's it's been a uh, tough year in that regard for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, but but you know what? I the, the, and look, everyone wants the Cardinals to make a trade for a pitcher. I understand. But you know what? Mo probably will. I mean, in in the end, on the thirty first, it's going to come, and and they're going to do something. But with the, with the amount of injuries there are in baseball, there is a chance that, for example, he makes a trade for a guy right now, and then that guy gets hurt. He's out for the year. I mean, it's been that kind of season. And I just think the flurry of moves is all coming at the deadline on the 30th. Like, I just don't see anything happening until then. Braxton Garrett tonight, Trevor Rogers tomorrow. So two lefties, and then Alcantara will make the start in Game 3. I'm curious, though, about Braxton Garrett. What can fans expect tonight when they watch him? Well, this is the one game of the three that the Cardinals are going to have the best opportunity to see some balls right over the plate and hit. Uh, you know, Garrett does not throw hard. He's in the 89 to 90-mile-an-hour range. He's a former first-round pick of the Marlins uh, back a handful of years ago. He had Tommy John surgery almost immediately after he uh, you know, was drafted or within the second year. There are some 
who who privately think that he has not come all the way back since then. He used to throw 92, 93. I don't even think he gets up to that. Maybe you'll see that in the first inning. So uh, look, I mean, uh, the, the Cardinals are going to the Cardinals are going to have a really tough time the next two days facing Trevor Rogers and, and Sandy Alcantara, I believe. But tonight would be the night that they should be able to square some balls up. And I know with the pitching issues the Cardinals have had, maybe we're in for a high-scoring one tonight. Uh, you know, at the game, I'm not sure, but but uh, Garrett certainly has fallen quite a bit in terms of their top pitching prospects. Many have moved ahead of him. I'm curious, and Craig Mish is our guest, and for those that uh, follow Craig, you you know he's as connected as anybody in terms of front offices and players. He's based in South Florida, but does a remarkable job uh, covering the game. I mean that, Craig. You, you're great at working a locker room or Thank the field you. and and breaking stories and, and developing relationships, starting when guys are young, like Sandy Alcantara on a backfield. Now, all of a sudden, he becomes an all-star. So you're to be commended with that. And and my question is about this. The CBA, uh, are, are you hearing anything about something being done privately and, and maybe it's the best thing that we're not hearing a lot about the the pending CBA, but it's kind of the black cloud right now hanging over the game of baseball coming out of a pandemic and a shortened season and all those things. We all want to see baseball, but are you hearing any progress on on some of the issues that are out there for both sides? Uh, you know, first of all, Danny, thank you for saying that, and I look forward to actually being able to give you a hug this summer. Well, I mean it. You know, I mean that. We talk all well, the time. You do a great I, job. I, 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 I thank you for that. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't. I would. I don't want to say that it's super negative. There, there are some that, that have put out stories where it's not happening, and there's going to be a lockout. Um, you know, the the thing is, what what I am optimistic about is both sides know exactly what they want. And sometimes, like in the past, I have felt that they were unclear in communicating those sort of things. With uh, you know, especially there was one time on the player side where the, they wanted the food better or something like that. It was just like some insane request that didn't need to even be in the discussion. So I mean, look, simply put, they both want expanded playoffs. They both want the designated hitter. There has to be give and take on both sides there. But I think that they understand that. You would look at this past year and say, why couldn't they just get this worked out? Well, it just kind of came on very quickly. Do I think they'll be bickering? Do I think they'll be fighting? Of course, it's the way that this thing has always gone down. But I do think both sides understand what needs to get done. And by the way, I do think the owners understand there needs to be a universal designated hitter. But they simply, it, it is business. And in business, there is give and take. It stinks. We don't want to talk about it. But the owners simply can't just allow 15 more designated hitters in the American League getting paid an extra $10, $15 million a season and have no trade-off for that. I understand. As long as they can get those little things figured out, and it is little. Believe me, these guys are billionaires. They have the money. But if they can figure it out, I think that everything will go okay this offseason. That's good news. Craig Mish, always great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. And as the season continues to unfold, I'm sure we'll speak again. Have a great day. All right, thanks for having me. You guys, too. Take care. Thanks, Craig. Craig Mish, Myrld, MLB Network, and a friend of 101 ESPN here with Danny and Randy. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. 
TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.